Welcome to the Daily Dose, where we are currently walking through an overview of the entire Bible. Join us today as we learn the story of Scripture and see God's redemptive plan through Christ from cover to cover. Let's listen to Matt Reister, Director of Christian Crusaders and the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Today we're going to be in Luke chapter 9, verses 57 through 62. Most of this text is parallel to Matthew chapter 8, verses 18 through 22. We did that text in a devotion in episode 488, if you want to go back and listen to it. But today I'm going to focus on the portion of this text that is not paralleled in Matthew chapter 8. But just to get acclimated to it, let's read the whole thing. As they were going along the road, someone said to him, I will follow you wherever you go. And Jesus said to him, Foxes have holes and birds of the air have nests, but the Son of Man has nowhere to lay his head. To another he said, Follow me. But he said, Lord, let me first go and bury my father. And Jesus said to him, Leave the dead to bury their own dead. But as for you, go and proclaim the kingdom of God. Everything up to this spot in the passage is parallel to Matthew chapter 8. Again, episode 488. Here's what's not in there. Verse 61. Yet another said, I will follow you, Lord. But first let me say farewell to those at my home. Jesus said to him, No one who puts his hand to the plow and looks back is fit for the kingdom of God. So in my Bible, this passage has a heading on it that says the cost of following Jesus. And Jesus, in no uncertain terms, is telling people who want to follow him that this is a pretty high commitment thing. You can hear more about the other metaphors he uses in that previous text from Matthew. But what does he mean when he says, no one who puts his hand to the plow and looks back is fit for the kingdom of God? Well, I don't know if you've ever had the privilege to teach your kids to mow grass, but I have. We live on an acreage and we use a riding lawnmower. Back when we lived in town, we used a push mower. And in both places, I've been able to teach my kids or try to teach my kids how to mow straight lines in the yard. And if you've done this, you know that you tell your kid to pick a spot out on the far edge of the yard and keep your eye on it. Keep the center of the mower on that spot or line up the outside or the inside wheels on a certain spot, a twig that's hanging down from a tree or a clump of grass at the end of the yard or a flower in the flower garden. Stay focused on that and keep your mower on line and you'll be surprised pretty soon you'll be mowing straight lines. The reason I bring up that illustration is because as I read about what it means to put your hand to the plow and then look back, it reminded me of what it means to try to teach a kid to mow straight lines in the yard when all they want to do is look around at all the other stuff going on. You see, if they were going to plow a field back then, they had to keep their eyes focused and their attention fixed on keeping that plow going straight. If they look behind them, the plow is going to get off course and it's going to be a mess. In other words, when you put your hand to the plow to plow a field, you got to stay focused on where you're going and what you're doing. And similarly, if you're going to follow Jesus Christ, it needs to be your total focus. There's no saying, I'm going to follow Jesus, and then kind of looking back and going, I don't know if I should have decided to follow Jesus. Just like plowing a field with the old style plow, once you're in, you're committed. And if you waver in that commitment, it's going to turn into a mess. One person wanted to go and bury their father before they followed Jesus. He said, no, let the dead bury their own dead. Another person wanted to say farewell to those in their home. And Jesus also said, no, if you're committed to following me, I need you to be committed to following me. Now, that's not to say that today, if we want to follow Jesus, that we can't associate with our family or that we can't attend our father's funeral. You can't take that totally literally. But actually, what I think is a lot more daunting than you can't do this and you can't do that. I think what Jesus is saying is that if you're going to follow me, I need all your attention and all your focus and everything you do in your life needs to be done primarily through the framework of following me. We've talked about this before. Commitment 
commitment to Jesus isn't just once or twice a week in church or 15 or 30 or 60 minutes a day in prayer and devotion. Commitment to Jesus is 24-7-365. Obviously, we're not going to get this perfect all the time, but the intention of our heart, if we're followers of Christ, needs to increasingly be, my career should fall under the umbrella of service to Christ. The vacation I take with my family should be the same way. Time we spend at baseball games. The time we spend mowing our yard or preparing a meal or raising children or coaching basketball. Everything, everything we do needs to somehow be impacted by our following of Jesus Christ. This holistic, singular focus is what Christ requires of people who would be his disciples. And before you get too discouraged or too overwhelmed thinking there's no way I could ever do this, take it easy on yourself. God knows our limitations as humans. And that's one of the reasons that he has given the Holy Spirit to dwell in those of us who trust Jesus. Because even against our own inclinations, the Holy Spirit is shaping and forming us to be more like Christ, to be more the kind of person I'm talking about. When we fail, if we trust Christ, just confess our failure. Don't feel guilty. Don't beat yourself up. Just get up and keep going, trusting that the Holy Spirit is using even our failures to make us more determined to live this singularly focused, Christ-exalting life. And here's one other thing to encourage us. This life, it's the most abundant life that's available to a human on this earth. This isn't drudgery. This is not sacrifice. This is abundant living in its highest form. This is how God designed us to live. And in doing so, we will be fulfilled beyond measure, find purpose, experience joy, and be used by God to do things for him and his kingdom that we could never ask or imagine on our own. Thanks for tuning in. Have a great day. The Daily Dose is a podcast of Christian Crusaders Radio and Internet Ministry. Please subscribe to this podcast, leave a five-star rating, share with a friend, and prayerfully consider financially supporting our ministry at christiancrusaders.org, where you can also find our weekly 30-minute radio broadcast, which has aired on stations around the world since 1936, and where you can listen to our Conversations podcast featuring inspiring interviews with interesting Christians. Special thanks to our 2022 Daily Dose sponsor, The Family Leader. God designed three social institutions to shape our lives the family, the church, and government. At The Family Leader, they're bringing all three together to honor God and bless our neighbors. Learn how and join them at thefamilyleader.com. That's thefamilyleader.com. We also want to highlight two ministry partners. First is the Cedar Falls Bible Conference, whose conference videos and schedule events are available at cedarfallsbibleconference.com. And please consider joining us for their 101st annual conference from Saturday, July 30th through Saturday, August 6th in 2022. Second, if you or someone you know could benefit from an anonymous online Christian mentor, please visit issuesiface.com, which is provided by Power to Change Digital Strategies. Thank you for listening, and may God richly bless you.